Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show of water i have got a glass of water yeah have you put your um your little man bag full of full of items somewhere where you're going to remember it and not yep. stand on it no 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 it's all here thank you i've got my phone in case someone calls. you need a glasses case i've got a glasses case in here but actually i haven't put my glasses in it right. should i put my glass in the glasses case? yeah should there you this? go let's just get the basics sorted before we talk to the boys and girls uh and all the other people i don't know where it's gone Oh, there it is. No, that's the glass. Fuck it. Whatever. Well, that was fucking audio gold, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm glad we started there. Oh, Oh, God, this is a fucking shambles already, isn't it? Yep. I um, couldn't couldn't (laughs) find a proper guest this week, so we've got Miles Chapman again. And it wasn't for the want of trying, was it? Fuck me. I I I must have tried hundreds of people. I went to the I went to the job center again just to see if there's anyone who just wants to do anything. They were all clambering at my trousers, and I was like, oh. "Do you know? Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds when you were a kid. Did you used to have so when you used to go right? I'm going to go out and play. You'd have a list of kids or friends that you go and see, and there's a one the last ditch attempt friend right at the end. Did you ever make like you'd start off with one mate, and then you'd know if no one was around. You just go. I just. Oh, I'll have to go and see them. Well, I mean, did you have? Did you have like a pecking order of mates that you knock on the doors? You'd be a first one, then a second one, and then you'd go right down to the bitter end. I guess so. Subconsciously, it's not a nice thought. No, but, uh, but you always had the mate. You were like, oh, well, it's better than not be. It's better than being alone. I'm as I can answer. That kid doesn't know that he's that kid, but just no. thinks that people only ever call for people at nine o'clock at night. because yeah. they've <laughs> fucking been everywhere else and yeah, they come, yeah. come out. Oh God. Uh, if you don't know that, if you're like, I don't, I don't relate to that at all, that means that you were that kid. Yeah, absolutely. But you're, yeah, you're my one of them now in my adult life. Um, the last person to be picked for the football team. Oh, go on, we'll have Chapman then. I, I sit here sometimes thinking, how has this become my life? You know, where I'm like, 
I had all these dreams and hopes and aspirations and everything was swimming along marvellously until about three years ago. And bit by bit, all the the sort of branches off the tree of my life have slowly, all the leaves have fallen off and they've slowly died. And there's just one little gnarled leaf left on one little twiggy little branch. And it's you, Miles it's Chapman. Me. It's me. The only leaf on my dead tree. <laughs> and... Uh, I thought I'd start with that unfair assessment so that we can have a bit of fun with the fact that all these lot listening to this, right, because because they've listened to it for months and then I paused it for three months and, you know, I had to sort of say I've not been well and then I'd came back and I've sort of talked about what happened and the state I was in and try to be positive about it and share it because there's people that, um, people that appreciate hearing someone else talking about mental health journeys and all that which obviously we've talked about some of that stuff before on here so that's all good but what the uh listeners won't know is that during that time where i was incapable of doing anything mm. pretty much the only other human being that i saw for weeks at a time sometimes was you it was because you wouldn't fucking leave me alone as much as i fucking detest and loathe you <laughs> i was worried about you <laughs> Genuinely, I because I so uh, just for uh, full disclosure, I had a breakdown in 2017. Oh God, not very various for various reasons, uh, and I was really, 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 really super ill, um, mm. and it took me quite a while to come out of it. And I noticed that obviously Nico was struggling, and he was really wasn't well at all, and kind of gone through the same hideous process of coming out the other side that I did. So I was worried about because I know how fucking dreadful it is. You were, to be fair, right on it from, I think you could see quite early that I was like doddery. Yeah. I knew things and weren't then, right straight away. Um, and didn't we fucking know it? Like, yeah. Every fucking morning. Are you all right? Yeah. Every fucking, fucking moment loved it. of it. You loved I it. I loved the fact, every time you sat me, I said, did you, how did you go, did you sleep well last night? He goes, worst night's sleep I had. Honestly, the, the dopamine rush <laughs> I got off that. I can't even what begin to funny. tell you. Why I for me it was like it was like text crack it was it was beautiful the, like um, and and the thing is during the the bad weeks the thing is I couldn't sleep I wasn't doing well feeling terrible and there's no way I'm like I wasn't didn't know where I was or who I was till about two in the afternoon at least but you were you were texting me at eight thirty in the morning yeah. going. How you doing? How you doing today? Are you feeling better? Are you feeling today? How did you sleep? Are you better? Are you better yet? How's it doing today? How do you feel today? How do you feel today? How can that be? How can that be? And Never it's... handbag. Fucking stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Can't, 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 can't. Right? And I'd, so uh... like, I'd, I was like, I don't fucking know yet. And it was what was really sweet is you were actually being really kind, but at the same when you're time, in that you were just state... giving me more reasons to be angry at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, I, I guess when you're when you're well you forget what it's like to be really 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 ill it's like you know when you're really full up you don't know what it feels like to be hungry and vice versa and it's I like do. well you know it's just it's just an horrible feeling and i i said so, because i was sort of wide awake in the morning and feeling all right i thought i'll just forgetting that you're you're laying up in a fetal position feeling like death warmed up i've know? left me i've left my phone on in the night in case yeah. like there's an emergency and it's just like four o'clock you asleep yet five o'clock you asleep yet you asleep yet you asleep yet why are you, you better are you still how are you doing how are you doing are you... <laughs> do you still feel mental describe how mental you feel what faults you having how'd you do it if you're gonna do it how'd you do it how'd you do it how would you, how you, kill would you do yourself? It? how would you kill yourself can i watch can i watch <laughs> 
Um, can I help? In there. Uh, no, it was um, no, it was uh, it was very sweet, and actually, it did what the bit that did help that didn't help. None of that helped, and a lot of what you did didn't help at all. Thanks. Good. Give me some <laughs> other examples of stuff that didn't but, help. But I will. Don't worry. But the stuff that did help was you were like. I know because I went through that and then you'd say how you felt and whatever and that you were like I promise that it will get better and even I used to think oh what do you know fuck off it might not get better because, because you feel like that and you, and you think what happens if I'm the only one that will never get better once, but I actually believe permanently you, stuck this way to be fair yeah. I genuinely believed you it was like because the bit that was scary was oh my god I might not exist anymore I might not mm. be a functional person anymore Yeah, and it really felt like I am now basically someone that should be stuck in a home, and that'll be it forever. I'm like, oh, there's that bloke. Do you remember I was him? Fucking terrified. Do you remember him? You? Oh, bless him. Look at him now. Bless his heart. Oh, in his, his in his slippers outside the cafe, um, just sort Shout of looking bewildered. <laughs> like I honestly thought, fuck, that's it. But you were like, no, no, no. Like you are in it. It won't. You won't stay in it. And I was like, I just thought, right. Well, maybe I should believe him, but. Um, it was hilarious because then you were being really sweet. So let's let's go through the highlights of you being sweet and me being ungrateful and horrible. Really fucking ungrateful. So because I needed to get some joy out of something. Oh, cool. So Absolutely. all I had because you were the only person I was seeing and we've got this horrible shtick yeah. of of being vile so to each I, other. I think the first thing we should talk about are the mice because that was uh, so. Oh god, yeah. Because you were you were there for Mousegate, weren't I you? I was so. You were really, really struggling. Let's hear it from your. This, let's this, hear it from your point of view then. So because, you, because I think this was the start of everything, sort of. Yeah. Going to it was basically the mouse that broke the camel's back. It really, it? really was. Yeah. So you, you rang me up and said, "I've got fucking. You're not going to believe this. On top of everything, I've got fucking mouse droppings everywhere, and the yeah. place is full of." Them. I said, "Well, look, you just." I said, "It's fine. What? Just need to clean it out, and because it is a fucking. It's horrible. You have to clean all your pots and pans out. It's bloody awful." And you had you'd rung some cretin up was going to charge you about five grand to come and get rid of a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was five hundred quid. Five hundred quid. No, but right. So a bit of context is. So the context of why the mouse literally was the thing that flicked me off the cliff of sanity, is um, when when this this drug I was on was sending me loopy, and then I went to the doctor, and the doctor reduced the dose. Metazapine, wasn't it? Metazapine. Yeah. Metazapine. Pan. No, metazapine by um, 50%. And three days later, on my birthday, I went fucking mental, crying my eyes out, scared, unable to go out for my birthday, cancelled my plans, just super fucking, like, sort of quite dramatically depressed. So I knew I knew something was wrong. I knew it was chemical. I knew that that, that was weird. That, that must be f- because of the fucking meds. So I got through the Saturday night, woke up sat Sunday morning, thinking, oh, well, fucking, that was a shit birthday, but at least, um, um, you know, I survived the night sort of thing. That was my favourite birthday. Yours, that, you loved way. that, didn't you? Yeah. You, were, you just kept saying, you, you, you parted with your family, didn't you? All our pa- we, paper hats on. We, we hired a fucking massive venue hey. to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. All, you came round and all just sort of banged on the windows and fucking... <laughs> pa- pa- fucking party hats on them. <laughs> And um, so I woke up, came down, went went to um, make, you know, fucking breakfast or whatever. And in my tiny little place, I opened the cupboard under the sink and was just like, what the fuck? And it was like, there was about 50 fucking mouse droppings <laughs> around, the, around the bin, right? 
stupidly had a bin in there that didn't have a lid on it and it, this mouse had pulled out bits of food and fucking cheese wrappers and all sorts and had, had a fucking great time. You know, not the end of the world, but I was like, I don't need this because I'm, you know, I'm really edgy still and feeling mm. really fucking depressed. But then I sort of looked around when I was thinking, make a cup of tea, and these mouse droppings were fucking everywhere. I opened the fucking cutlery drawer to to make a cup to get a spoon or whatever, and there was mouse droppings on my cutlery, and like in the cupboards. And then I started looking around, and they were everywhere. And it's like my brain just went. The bit of my brain that now went, you've got to find every one of these mouse droppings, and like, and I again, I feel like if you're already having this mad depressive little episode, but also if you're a bit intense slash ADHD OCD bit of your brain, like I immediately couldn't handle. I've got to pull all the th- what's behind the washing machine, what's behind the fridge, where else is it? Where's the hole? Which part of this house is the mouse get? Like my brain just had. It had like a thousand eventualities yeah. that needed to be sorted out immediately. But, but yeah, I'm, t- yeah. I'm, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm in a already in a really bad mood and whatever. And I just I was losing my shit. So I just went into like cleaning overdrive. So over that that day and the next day, I basically emptied everything off like all the stuff that's in your kitchen, like your spices and the fucking kettle and yeah. like all. I just had to move everything. Because I knew that the the mouse was going to come out again at night and shit everywhere, and I needed to be able to just. It was like I became obsessed with uh, bleaching, antibacterial, and wiping and whatever until this thing's fucking caught, right? So for the next two days, I was basically like someone who'd like, you know, they, they used to do them hypnotist shows that you go to and they get some fucking bloke on stage and they go, when you wake up, you're just going to think everything you can see has got mouse shit on it and you've got to clean it up immediately. I was like that nutcase who's doing that in front of everyone and everyone's <laughs> laughing because he's like the mouse fool, right? So I basically rang you. I don't know whether it was the Monday or the Tuesday. And said, well, told me this yeah. story of woe and then yeah. said... I said, well, what have you done? I said, have you got any... Yeah, I found some to come around. This well, what state was I in? Oh, terrible. You were... And apps, you said, you, you you said to me, I just can't fucking cope. You know, my, my brain's about to implode and the whole house is full of fucking mouse shit and I can't... Yeah. I think I was like, at that point... That was that I was, was kind of start, like slurring my words. Yeah, I was yeah, like, you were... m- m- Miles, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but c- 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 could I just run something? Bye bye, you. Bye bye. Bye bye. It was. It was fucking. My brain had just fucking broken. And I said, and I, I think what you'd done, you panicked and just rung the first person. Well, I rang Rentica, which obviously five hundred fucking quid. Yeah, he was. He was like Saxondale, the Steve Coogan character, and he was like. Well, you know, that's like three visits and to guarantee this and that and blah, 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 and to look everywhere and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a minimum of about 500 quid. I was already worried about money. Because you were scared. I was just like, yeah. oh, my fucking God. And I rang you and you were like, no, you, you if you get in touch with the council, they, they'll send someone round and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, will you, will you do it? And no, like, no, I you, said, you literally look, went, I, I right, said, I'll ring. Well, no, you said, I, you said oh, does that mean I've got to make another phone call? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to talk to a person. And I said, uh, yeah, well, right, so I, I, I rang them up and sorted it all out. And I think it was about under quid, wasn't it? 50 or, quid? 50 quid. 55 quid. It was 10% of the price. And they, how many times did they come? Just once? So, so basically how it worked. To be fair, I could see why someone would just go rent a kill because I think... The level of 
involvement, they would have ripped everything that needed. They would have found the holes with a little camera. Yeah, they would have yeah. filled them in. And so how it ended up working was... And they probably would have been... He was available in two days, right? Or the next day. Well, that's no good, is it? Right. Yeah. No, no, that, no, that, that was quick. He, oh, he, oh, right. he was able to come in two days. Okay. I rang the council, or you rang the council, and then I went. I had to do it all through the council website. So I booked that in, but it was in a, like a week, right? So yeah, Because yeah. it was cheaper. It was like... So so then I just went, fine, I'm just going to not be here because I couldn't handle it. Oh, you went and stayed right? in a Premier Inn, didn't you? <laughs> I went and stayed in a Premier Inn for three nights. <laughs> and then I went and visited my mum. But I was like a fucking complete nervous wreck. And I was popping in, in between Premier Inn sleeps, to see if it had shat everywhere. And they were... The, the mouse was shitting on my, my headboard and on my bed <laughs> and in my fucking knickers drawer. Ah. And, like, and basically I was like, there's no fucking way I can live here until this is... Like, I just could not handle it. And I was really ashamed as well because look what this little mouse has done to me. You know, like, it's, it's just destroyed, destroyed me. Yeah. And, like, you think of, like, watching them shows about those blokes who go off and like they you know they like a team of people trying to see if they could take take being in the SAS yeah and here's me I've just completely lost my mind over, over a mouse over a bit of mouse re- shit like it was just unbelievable anyway you know the, the, the bloke came and it got sorted out he put poison down he put one bit of poison down behind the cupboard and then I came back a few days later and there was blue mouse shit everywhere and then the mouse was dead and that was it <laughs> They were just. Did he? Did he find the entrance hole? Well, he sort of. It wasn't very thorough. There's. There was. I'll show you later. There's some in there in that cupboard behind the telly. Yeah. And there's. A, there's. You but know, it hasn't you come can't back. Re- you can't really see because it's no. not that easy to see but behind. It back, but he did say, look, there's a pipe comes out of the thing behind the cooker, and he, he said, go and buy some wire wool and some like polyfiller or whatever. Wool. Yeah, because they hate it. So I bought yeah. the stuff or I sent off the stuff, but because I was still ill. That, I basically didn't fill the holes in for about two months because I, I didn't, I couldn't, just couldn't cope with it. Couldn't go to like B and Q and stuff like that. So like finally last week, I fucking, I, I had it was like it was like a ceremonial moment where I, uh, I got all this shit. Did and you I wear found, a robe? I wore a little robe, lit a few candles in the house, and just fucking did it. Burned some sage, and I finally fucking filled them holes. But it was like, yeah, fucking hell, what a journey. Fucking, I was so so incapable of doing anything. It was hilarious, but I so have that, to that say, was, you a... were helpful. You saved me about four hundred and fifty quid there. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that bit. You're welcome. But You're the other you. two sweet things you did, three actually. One was when there was one day where I went. You went. Do you want me to pop in? I was like, yeah. Uh, it could do with seeing another person. Could you? <laughs> could, could you? And like, you'd pop round see if it was all right. And I was like. I I was all skinny and that when I like sat on you that were, deck chair you outside. Were, you were just you were just <laughs> you were like a caring in a community yeah, visitor. You, you look honestly, you look like um, <laughs> you just look like you look like you crawled out of a cave. You look like you hadn't seen humans for thirty years. Lindo like, what, man, what is world? What is the world? Yeah, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what Lindo man is? No, what's Lindo man? There used to be some bones in in Manchester University Museum called B- Lindo Pete the Bogman. Yeah. And it's like in Britain it's like the earliest fossils that they found of yeah. a human being. It's just like some skull and some shins and in a load of mud. <laughs> and he was what called you were like, wild hair and a fucking <laughs> beard. It was called Lindo Pete. 
fucking and, uh, that's what you people would like. we'd go and visit it on a Sunday, you know, at the museum because yeah. it's like the earliest sort of uh, collection of human yeah. bones. And I was you you were sat there going like, I won't stay long if you don't want me to stay. And I was just going, no, it's nice for someone to be here. You look for- like you know those. Um, <laughs> You know those sort of medieval sort of paintings of people being tortured, yeah. lowered, <laughs> lowered, lowered onto with, the Judas chair, whatever. Yeah. That's what your face looks like with hol- hollow black eyes yeah. and like a screaming mouth. Yeah, yeah. that's what you look like. Yeah. Or in, in like a, yeah. what's it called? Um, the, the scavenger's daughter, whatever it is. Those <laughs> fucking things. And uh, yeah, you didn't, uh, you didn't look at all well. And I thought the the beautiful thing you were sitting next to a load of dead plants as well. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like yeah, you're planting my dead herbs. Your, your dead herbs. Oh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead herbs. That's my nickname. Dead, dead herbs. Yeah. Well, we'll come to nicknames in a minute. And yeah, that's a good way to but, start. Uh, I could see you were really, and I just knew that there was really, you were really struggling because that spark in you, that all, that hideous, um, mm. that hideous uh, malevolent streak that runs through you seemed to have disappeared. Well, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. I had to be nice to you, and I yeah. hated it. And so, like, there was a bit of me like really fucking resenting. That the only human being I was seeing was you, and I couldn't even be horrible to you anymore. Couldn't be horrible like, to, so I like, was loving every minute of it, and so I, I took full to, advantage of it. I was I was in such a state, and you were just being sweet, bringing things, and being really nice. I bought I you just, a care package. I, I bought ba- you an actual care package. You, you brought round a fucking care. I said, I've just bought you a little care package. If if you want me to just go away, I can just leave it I on did, the. I said, look, I just. I'll leave it on the step. It's fine. If you want me to leave? Uh, no, uh, help me out of my Bath chair. Me. <laughs> Bathe me. Bathe me. Bathe my anus. <laughs> I'd, oh no! Peel me off the sofa and just stay for a little while. I'll, thank you for my care package. And so then, what did I get? What did I get you? I so got then, you. So then I, you left, and I was sort of looking at what was in his care package, and I just felt just like the the pilot light was dead, but it just went and came on again because I was looking at the care package, going, "What the? F- what's this? What am I going to do with this?" Like and how, just how's a pack just, of stuffed just peppers going to fucking make me feel right? Better. So the, the number one thing immediately just felt this little this little pilot light of anger came on again in me, <laughs> right? And it was it. I'm holding it now, right? Here it is, right? It's one of them. It's like you, you it's a nice. It's actually a nice little gift. Like, it's a lovely gift if you're feeling if well. It's, if it was Christmas, yeah, and someone had bought you a bunch of proper presents, yeah, but then so that it's like you know. The, the stocking presents there's a few extra little bits like yeah. you know here's some biscuits and here's whatever it's a little jar of cherry peppers with ricotta right yeah. so like piquant little red peppers but it was like I was basically barely able to eat at that point that's the reason I bought them. and what I actually needed at that moment was just something like um, some already cooked potatoes or just like some bagels or just something that you just go look mate I know you're struggling at the moment so here's a load of pot noodles or whatever and you'd bought me like Christmas stuffed ricotta peppers <laughs> and my brain couldn't even work out like well when am I going to eat what you know like I'm not I'm not in a, I'm not in nibbles mode sat with a fucking sherry but what was funny was <laughs> It was uh, in it was in like a brown a brown actual wick, basket, wicker yeah. basket, right? Yeah. So it was ricotta stuffed peppers, a bottle of like posh fizz, botanical right? stuff. Botanical, right. po- yeah. Botanical stuff. What does that yeah. even mean? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's like it was so unfucking fizzy, grateful. fizzy hibiscus. Can I just point out this cost me best part of 
20 quid and a round journey of about an hour or so. Bollocks. Everything in that care package was... It, it was basically stuff that... That was the back of our cupboard. It we... was the back of your cupboard that was destined for Keach Hospice Care. <laughs> right? Right. And it was fizzy... All presents for fucking aunts and uncles that we had. Fizzy elderflower and hibiscus and whatever. And I, w- I was like, hang on, what's this one? And I looked at it and I was just like, this is disgusting. It's like you've you've bought me the most sort of... Sort of a... Uh, you know, middle class lady, lady giving each other sort of I, I don't hate you, Julie presents. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry you've broken up. You know, and it's like really passive aggressively over nice presents. I just thought, you're fucking mocking me here. You bought me all this kind of stuff national that's trust like, gifts, wasn't it? You know, it was like a national, national, trust, yeah, national, national trust, trust gift, gift shop yeah. bullshit, right? And then it was like Radox. And um, some muscle soak, muscle soak, and some like flowery fucking um, um, what do you call it? Fucking deodorant and whatever. Everything, and it was all a bit too like all of it was like you imagine me all naked trying to make me smell nice, <laughs> right? I was like, where the fuck? Do you know, what, this do you know what I'm really enjoying like about you this? wanted to rub it all on and like? I love the way you're describing this package as if it was bought for you by someone who's now dead and you can happily slag them off with yeah. that. But I'm sitting next to you. Yeah. But I'm but, fucking sitting but next to you. all of it is basically like, I, I took pictures of it and was like texting like Sam and that going, fucking hell, like this is really full on. It's like I didn't know how to take it. It was like this creepy, creepy kind of slightly over familiar man is keeps buying me aromatics <laughs> to rub on me. And to, and to pour into me like you just wanted what you wanted was to put me is to lift my little I just want you to smell it be nice and yeah. smell nice you you wanted to put me in a sort of coffin bath yeah and cover me in Radox powder I and hibiscus I wanted to dress you up like a baby with a bonnet <laughs> a, a, li- put in a little bath yeah, a ceremonial but it was going to be like a ceremonial burying from like yeah. there was something slightly medieval kind of like offering to the Viking gods about it. I was like, what's he fucking getting at here? He's going to put like one one little ricotta pepper at various points on my body and lay, <laughs> lay, lay the ceremonial sort of, you know, that rusty sort of bath that horses drink out of. Yeah, I would imagine me turning up. You know those in the medieval thing, that thing with the gown and the beak that's stuffed full of rosemary and lavender yeah. to stop the smell of um, rotting flesh? Um, did you... So you you did that, but you also bought me. I bought. I made a curry and bought it. You made not. You, you didn't like just. It wasn't like a curry in a bowl with some cling film on it. It was like you'd done like Wagamama fucking bowls and bits and pieces. Yeah. You'd made fucking lime pickle, which I hate. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the onion thing? Uh, I just like an onion too, salad. It was too much of which that. Which is fucking awful. It's too much yeah. of that, and there was like some other little. Raisa like a yogurt. Thing, yeah, yeah, too much of that. Didn't wild, go with the curry. wild rice. Yeah, the curry with lamb chop. It was fucking really good, man. Like it was proper chefy. And then there was a oh yeah, sam sambal, a sambal. That's right. Yeah, like a prawn. No, not a prawn. Like a coconut sambal. That's yeah, right. Yeah, proper yeah. gone gone. And I was just like, this is too much fucking effort. How many pans have I got to get out to cook all this? So like, I was, by was this already, point, it, all you have to do is fucking heat it up. Because because. I was already enjoying. The only thing giving me any joy was taking pictures of your aromatic bullshit, sending it, sending pictures of it, saying, "I will never ever open this." 
and you're just going, what? Why are you being horrible? Like I, I'm like the only person that cares that you're not dead. But it was like it was you proper. You still couldn't it was help the yourself. The only thing that was giving me any joy was 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 just saying no fucking way. This is the most. This you the, texted me and said absolutely revolting. Revolting. The, you know <laughs> this. Basically, I'm feeling like everything you've put in this basket is. It, it feels like it's sitting there, like insulting me. <laughs> like it's like it's my like it's a sort of hen baby shower kind of like. I was just like, I'm I'm dying, you fucking asshole. But to be that that fucking lamb curry, that was fucking mega, mate. Yeah, well, the lamb chop curry, best. So I mean, I am gonna I'm gonna say just this once. Thank you for keeping an eye out for me. It's a pleasure. And I was genuinely worried about you because I know you were really, really, really struggling. And it's the worst, worst feeling. I asked you to drive me around, didn't I? Just because I, I needed I just to... just literally had taken your nan out on a drive. <laughs> it was like, we'll just take you for a 20-minute drive. And yeah. you know when you take your nan out and then you end up taking to like a, uh, a cafe or a pub and it's a disaster because yeah. they piss themselves. You know? <laughs> That's so I, I didn't offer to do that. I, quite, I was just thinking, I quite like the idea that all of this was going on. And you'd never notice in that wall over there, yeah. there's a hole and you look and it's just an eye. And I basically hide the house next door and I'm just constantly <laughs> looking at you struggling. <laughs> this eye just through the fucking hole. But no, you you were um, you weren't a well man, but you're 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 um so we we were gonna say, aside from that, we mm. were gonna say about um what were you saying about nicknames? We were right, so what were you, what were you called? What did we call me then? You just said you had a, your nickname for uh, me was... Dead Herbs. Dead Herbs. Dead Herbs. Right. So that's good. So we were laughing about that. So like we're going to segue into a funny area. I hope um, not just nicknames because we we always do nicknames. We yeah, sort of yeah, tend yeah. to give each other a nickname at the beginning of the week, don't yeah, we? Trunk spores, dead herbs, yeah. shells, shells. Uh, what's my? Because we've had pig and rug and all that. Pig right? rug, baby clothes, baby yeah. clothes. Um, my one for you this week is going to just be six. Six. Because Miles is actually we'll come to music in a bit. Miles yeah, we'll talk about that. Miles is a, a drummer and has done lots of interesting music stuff, to be fair, to a fucking decent level. And Miles has agreed to come along and join the Stupid Hearts Club journey if if uh, if there's a requirement for it, you know, why not have a bit of drumming. A bit of light percussion drumming and possibly some well, yeah, definitely some vocal so, to fatten the sound out of it. So even yeah, your, just your a... voice is so weak and whispery. <laughs> it's like your voice like a damp Rizzler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like a wind going into a coke can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, the idea of um the I so the I the idea of um I'm still recording. Stop ruining it. I'm doing I'm that because recording. you just no, did I'm a just big cough. That. I'm not ruining anything. The screen's gone off. Well, that's Fucking just a, that's just a screen You'll be really saver. annoyed if it's. Well, there, you yeah, go. there you go. Well, well there done. you go. Why well not done. ruin? The, why not ruin it I for just everyone? Know it's your, I don't know what your password is, but it appears to exist three strokes of the keyboard, three letters. Well, why don't you tell that's everyone not, my password uh, while we're doing this? I don't this. know what it is. Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's not very secure, is it? Go on. I bet it's one, two, three. No, it's, the, you, it's the Miles just say whatever's in front of him show now. Go on. <laughs> Tell the boys and girls. Nothing. Nothing. nothing exactly. Nothing. You've got nothing. Oh, that's it. Have a sip of your drink now. Oh, I'm so it. sorry, everyone. That's why we don't do this every week. You keep going, oh, we should, we should, you know what we should do? It's really funny when we do podcasts. We should do one every week. We should do the Nico Miles podcast. Well, <laughs> it, well, it would be rubbish, wouldn't it? Because it would just be you going... Why are you doing that? Why are you, why is your mouth moving? I'd be like, what? what? 
Are you just pointing out that I'm speaking? I can't live like this. This is why I get. This is why I have to bully you. Well, because it's like being an holiday. Oh, really? It's like you were saying. It's like looking after your ground. I'm going to hide your fucking meds. So I'm going to go around the house and just, get them taken just, away just from Just crush you. them all and just put them all in me. Cr- crush them all. Put them in my them, eyes. I'm going to put inject them into your <laughs> eyes, like like some fucking Nazi experiment. See if it makes you more intelligent. Why can't you just let me be I'm horrible? So much better when you're ill. <laughs> so because I, I can't tell you, listeners, how nice it is to have the whip hand. Over oh, you this loved bit. it. Didn't oh, you? I enjoyed every. Your confidence went my... right up. Oh, it? I tell you, I, I've never felt. Your, your eyes were bluer. Your hair grew yeah. back. I was shaking with the dopamine. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I was so high, so high. It's like yeah. crack cocaine. You, you had me. loads of work happening. Oh, I had loads your, your, going on. Your garden was yeah. flourishing. I had a hard on for six months. You did all just, them stand-up yeah. gigs and fucking honestly. And, and now you're all you're feeding off your misery. You're, you're back to being just like this cowed little scared man, who, shaky coward, with yellow fingers and. <laughs> yeah. I can see Back the, on the fag. can see the see the the energy going through your veins and that like as you, just leaving your me. The energy your just leaving has slowed me. down. Yeah, <laughs> like a little incubator baby that looks like a newly born pigeon. <laughs> just, I'm basically like a car that's just <laughs> run out. The, the the oil's completely gone in my engine seat. You were my oil. You uh, you greased my oil. fucking pistons. That could be your nickname for me this week. Oil. Oil. <laughs> Anyway, oh, yeah. oh God, I've gone all light-headed again. Uh, so think... we're, we're, no, we're going to say about nicknames. So we, we call each other nicknames, and they kind of they've got no, they've got no real sort of backstory history to them or any. Uh, it just amuses us because they're stupid. Well, they, it's usually but... it's like it's our joke is, yours is just like give me the most putrid, horrible, vile, weak man sort of nickname, and mine is, mine is degrading you, right? Yeah, mine's yeah. always degrading you. So well, um, yeah, but mine's mine's never nice. Let's be honest. No, but this week I'm just calling you six. It's like as soon as you say anything, where I'm like, well, why are you doing that? And I'm being harsh. It's because you've gone. Oh, I want to. Um, let's get together and learn. You know, like choose some songs, and then you'll you'll know what the drumming is, and we'll get together. And you say, let's just start with a few songs. You send me six songs, and I've sort of thought, oh, well, there's an hang on, to it, I a- haven't finished my I sentence. I don't give a fuck. You Jesus. interrupt me all the time as well. I don't look. Oh. Go on, off you go. Off you go. It's just this is what it sounds like two people with undiagnosed ADHD. Just let me finish the sentence. Go on. Right. Is I need to do about 40 songs if we're going to do this. Yeah, and you've but gone, I'm not going to learn 40 songs. Well, you have to. Yeah, but not I'm just saying doing bites so, this is why it goes wrong. You can't send someone 40 fucking songs it's meant to learn them straight away well, I've got to do six at a time it doesn't right. matter that you're probably right what matters is I now have the opportunity just to call you six just oh, to wind you up oh god <laughs> and by the way when we're in this band together you are not the self-imposed band it's not leader. a band uh, it's not a band I'm I'm Stupid Hearts Club and you're the rhythm machine you're, stu- you're my slave <laughs> rhythm slave <laughs> rhythm slave <laughs> rhythm slave <laughs> rhythm idiot uh, no, stu- yeah. Stupid Hearts Club by its nature is is a musical project with a revolving door. It's it's uh, easy floating come, easy up, go. Yeah. A floating lineup. Whoever wants to groove, man, with my jam, Who wants gets to, feel to be the vibe um, and join in. Yeah, you're a member for life. There's no there's no membership fee. You don't have to pay. Like you're welcome, man. It's like, like hey, like yeah, it's like being in San Francisco, a... right? 
Anything goes, man. Anything goes. Like all the. I what? might play naked. With hey, look! With if that's your if that's your vibe, man, yeah, it's like what's that bit of it. California where it was all the birds and like Nash and you know what's he called? One of the Crosby, Stills and Nash who's from Preston, and then he went and lived in L.A. and all that in the sixties. Um, well, it's, it's a certain part of San Francisco. There's like the hippie area, isn't it? I don't know what it's called. But there's there's a it's something valley in uh, in 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 California. Is it just Happy Valley? No. Um, I need another piss. You, oh, for fuck's sake. you just walk off in the middle of talking. Well, I need a wee. I'm sorry. Well, then say. Oh. This is just unbelievable. Uh, this bit I've recorded after the podcast, listening to it back. It's absolute fucking carnage. Just trying to get him to get it to the end of a sentence. Don't know what is going on. And by the way, the area I was trying to think of is called Laurel Canyon, and there's a. There's a Netflix documentary about it, which is pretty interesting, with like Bob Dylan's son and a load of cool people talking about the music scene during that time. Anyway, back to this Wally. Right, I've now pressed record again. You've had your wee. It's okay to have a wee, mm. but what you could do, what you could do, is have the thought that you need a wee, and then we carry on the bit that we're saying, and then you go, right now, could have stopped there. Can we just have a little break? And I'm, have not, a wee? No, I'm not going to. In the my... middle of a sentence, is not the time. To start stamping your big feet, your big elephant feet. Up my fucking stick. It's only a little house. You can't stand up quickly oh, like that. You're like, you'll, it's take, cool you'll, to, you'll take the living room with you by mistake. It's a, it's a fifth of a house, isn't it? It is. I've got to say, I think how small this house is, is part of why I've gone bonkers. And really the answer is just don't be here in the day too much I think you've got it yeah, yeah. I, I think I think two hours max in this house apart from when you're sleeping obviously <laughs> two hours at a time two hours at a time any but, more than that I think would send the sanest of people around the twist yeah it's like it's like a vest made out of bricks isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'll be honest with you it's it's kind of like a glorified airing cupboard really isn't it? there's yeah. not much but... please please someone marry me please our, our utility room home's bigger than this could we do like a charity drive, like a sort of campaign? Marry Nico. Please, someone just marry this man who's just Please fucking get. shrunk. He's just <laughs> shrunk down to like inside. His brain's now like just a fucking walnut. Like his, his <laughs> this is this is Nico. He's he's forty eight years old. He's only got two emotions left, and he could die if if someone doesn't get hold of him and just take him in and just nurture him. I promise he'll end up being a He'll, he's a simpleton and he's not got much left and yeah he won't be able to have sex or have fun with you or anything like that but you'll just have a kind gentle man sat he'll in an armchair occasionally. In, in, a, in a in a cardigan he won't swear or spit at yeah, you yeah he'll smile he won't he won't you Benignly. won't be in any danger um you can watch whatever television you want you won't challenge yeah, it yeah he I'd imagine your brain, just yeah. how I imagine your brain is. Do you remember Davros's brain? <laughs> you know, like you could see it beneath, the, and he had those sort of wires hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So let's get let, let's get back onto nicknames, yeah. right? Because because you you said something really funny when we we were having a nice walk earlier. Yeah. Um, you said that um, you had a mate, and he ended up with a nickname. For years and years and years, from one incident, and what was the nickname? Fizzy. So, right, you had a mate. He got ended up being called Fizzy for forever. Yeah, because he ordered a because he ordered a fizzy orange. When we were on 
<laughs> a table, so he's been going busy. And then, and then it got us onto the conversation. My mate said, "Oh, I, I got a mate called Miami," and I said, "All oh, right." He said, "Because we went clubbing in 1985." And he had the chutzpah to wear pale white trousers. Once. Once. So he'd been known forever as Miami. Which is like a, a man in his mid-60s. Mid-60s. Called, where's Miami? <laughs> Fucking Miami. Fucking love that, where Summit just sticks, sticks it. Sticks forever. And it's it's such a tiny, small, inconsequential incident. But it, it really, basically makes your name for the rest of your life. Our friendship, such yeah. as it is, because yeah. actually... It's not... I, I don't see it I as don't, friendship. I don't... I I don't, I don't like you. I don't like you, but it's that it's like I'm addicted to the thrill of how horrible this is. And it's Do you know, like, can I say how it goes? No, go can I, no, I'm just going to say sentence can, breaker. Yeah, go on. Go on. Addicted to the thrill of what? Of the we we basically get into this sort of competition of it's like a high of you know, like this box opens in your head that we both know we're good at being vile. Yeah. So that's it's both basically two selfish sort of like it's like two seagulls fighting over a chip do you know what I mean and like it's nothing to do with actually like a connection with a person yeah so like it's really unhealthy I think a lot of comedy relationships are based on that yeah if we work together all the time be like a double act yeah it would be like there's a play called The Comedians by a guy called Trevor Griffiths and it's 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 the way it is in a lot of bands and a lot of comedy relationships where there's gold between two people, mm-hmm. but it's so dysfunctional. We're not able to control each other. No, 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 no. And, yeah. and ourselves. And it, it almost becomes like a composition, doesn't it? It, be- funny it becomes that. like a, a bickering marriage. Which yeah, yeah, is like, yeah. We do that. Exactly. Me and Matt do that a little bit as well. But in, in, in me and Matt Morgan's relationship, he's the one that's he's more grump. He's frustrated with me because he's trying to help me all the time. And I'm... I know it winds him up, so I I cut in. I'm the one that interrupts him. But in our relationship, I, it's the other way. It's around. the other way around for whatever reason. Probably because I'm I'm better than you. I doubt that very much. I, do you know how I see our relationship? Don't really care, but for, go on. for no, and I you know I, I, I knew you wouldn't. That's that, and yeah. that brings me yeah, to the yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is all great, by the way. Great, um, great, great. I see you as a sort of like modern day Joseph Mengele <laughs> experimenting <laughs> on me. But Dr. that's Death. how I said, yeah. Yeah, the angel of death experiment, yeah. not not with knives and yeah. and and chemicals, but just yeah. with words. Yeah, just <laughs> I I actually do see you as a fascinating sort of bit of p- bacteria in a petri dish, and it's it's like this is the, the name. You want to cut me out to see yeah, what's inside? The 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 sort of the the proof of a psychopath is someone that it's like um if I find like a dead body in the street, most people would be horrified, but like it's like with you, instead of being horrified and running away or being sick. I just sort of prod it and go, this is interesting. This Petri dish bacteria man, if I do that to him, it makes him react like that. That's interesting. So I just keep poking it to see what happens. See what see, happens. Just yeah. to see if you understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really easy to wind you up. Yeah. So, so like, and that's horrible. That's like, that's basically me. I'm not me. that easy to wind up. You're, uh, well, you're, you're like, no, it's, it's easy to confuse you so that I'll, I'll say something to you knowing, I'll say where, why, or where are you? knowing that we haven't arranged to meet anywhere and immediately you'll send three question marks back and I know it's slightly raised your anxiety like what's he talking about what does he mean but the fact that you've bitten makes me really and like so my legs are like tr- drumming on the bed like I'm really excited because you're a oh, this is ridiculous I'll go I'll, f- I'll then I'll say like oh forget it then and you'll be like 
you're being ridiculous. What's wrong? And I'm like, I can't believe you've fallen for it. Then I might say to Sam, oh, I'm having a laugh now because I'm pretending that Miles was supposed to meet me for a coffee. And he's like, now he's all confused. And now it's got you a bit wound up. And that's such a boy's thing that when we're all oh, to yeah, it, it's yeah, just yeah, ridiculous. Totally. Yeah, of course it is. Absolutely pathetic behaviour, but it really makes no, no, me no, happy no, no, as well. It is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, why are you stripping off? I just thought I'd take my oh, top off. Oh, no. No, 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 no. So you can have a look at my one oh, fat nipple. Your fucking dinner plate nipple. <laughs> Sorry, I was just too hot. Um, but yeah, going back to nicknames, I, I, and that, that comes back to the sort of puerile behaviour of, of men together, where there's no... You know that when someone's doing it, it comes from a place of, you know, caring and loving, but they just do it in a very, very different way. I was trying to... You've only got to look at what happens on a stag do compared to what happens on a hen do to see how different men and women are well, in exactly. their behaviour. Do you know what I mean? So, it's like, but that's why I got <clears throat> angry at the care package because on a hen do, Lisa will give Sharon that basket full of Radox and yeah, hibis- yeah. fizzy oh, hibiscus. Oh, that's oh, so my nice. Dog, oh, from the sanctuary. Oh, so oh nice. my God. Oh, my you've God. been to the white company. To get my well, what I should have done was yeah. just thrown a thrown a can of lager over you and spat <laughs> yeah, on yeah, you. That, that would... You should basically have brought... Stripped you. Stop your shouting. Stripped you. Don't talk to me like that. shouting. That's not going to work. You have to. You've got to calm down. Or we're going to have to give down. you... I'm going to have to give you your special crisps. I haven't got... Have you had E-numbers again? <laughs> You've had your E-numbers again. I've had me a spa to me. If we were on a Hindu and it was like the, the Saturday morning bit before we go and get pissed, we'd all be doing each other's nails... And then you would come out with your care package full of like hibiscus, fucking fizzy, fucking biscuits, and like a little marmite tin in the shape of a heart. But your name on but it. But thing is, all of it was borderline. It's really classy because you are quite classy. Like the, the, the curry was off the scale. Thank you, mate. But it's it's a you you actually tread, you actually tread a line that could it could be Fortnum and Mason, but equally it could be just. All of it was just, you just swept it all into a basket in the middle of Aldi with one arm and just went, right, there's That'll his kit. Do. Like, I can't quite tell whether you it... You know the reduced section, the supermarket, yeah. will be, yeah, that's what like, I Like, either you've spent there, about there 40 quid... There was cauliflower in there yeah. as well. <laughs> either you've spent about 40 quid, and I'm like, oh my God, this is, like, really thoughtful, or you've literally just gone wallop, like... Well, I'll leave you to decide that. Well, that but I I like not knowing. That's yeah, what, well, that's, that's what well, makes let's you leave it like that. Then. That's what makes you special. You also had a, a a nickname. What? Who was Mary? So a guy I worked with uh, on a building site for years with this bloke called Mary, and the reason he was called Mary was because <laughs> one day he bought in a sandwich that happened to have salad in it. <laughs> <laughs> Once, once stuck forever. Mary, where's Mary? See, that's incredible, isn't it? And, and like for, for blokes listening and obviously for, for, for non-blokes listening trying to understand I think that like this so-called toxic masculinity that uh, some people get annoyed that it's even a phrase but obviously I, I believe it totally exists so when blokes are being twats and being horrible and being aggressive to women and uh, just being bellends it's the same thing as that it's because you grow up from the off in a in an environment where to be a boy from quite an early age yeah. is like you fucking salad sandwich can't yeah it's aggression Mary Mary you yeah. can't even just for having a fucking bit of lettuce on a fucking yeah. cheese sandwich it's like a constant fight you're like you're either attacking or be. defending from either way you know it's like you just cannot go one 
millimetre outside whatever the blokey blokes are saying is the line to tread yes, is, a, is acceptable otherwise you're fucking Mary You've the fucking it. salad pons absolutely add it and that that is why blokes can't talk about their feelings mm. it's why blokes can't admit to any weakness it's yep. why they might spend their entire life not doing anything they actually want to do or eating anything they want or going anywhere they want or doing anything they want because it's been shamed out of them so yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the way I feel about the idea of toxic masculinity is that it's directly linked. It should be directly linked. We should we should look at that. We should look at all that bell end behaviour, right up to violence, hooliganism. I don't mean this in a flippant way, but people who who like men who end up being controlling and domestic abusers mm. and like the more serious side of it. I think what's happened there with those human beings. Is that they've been shamed out of real of they've 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 lost contact with their sensitivity and their humanity so much, and often because of that stuff. So I actually think there is a a really serious side to oh no it is and we say a joke but actually you're right to the banter right. it, does, and, uh, it does come from that and it's think, ridiculous oh it's and it needs to change it need we need to really we need and it's a simple thing are like, you saying that we don't give people nicknames that stick no, for hunt thirty uh, years because it's that's brilliant still, right? it's, it's still still brilliant. Funny. But what all you need to do, in my opinion, is add to it. You've got to be able to take the piss out of how ridiculous it is, which is what yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah, here. Well, exactly that. So to do the thing where you still call someone Mary for the sandwich, but then, but then, <laughs> so but then you add, what you add to that is that in this bunch of friends, you then go, look, mate, seriously, of course it's fine that you have fucking salad in your sandwich, and you're not really Mary. And and actually, if you like, look, guys, all right, you've you've made your point now. Because that's the thing is like knowing when to say, I now don't want to hang around with my mates because I've got so down because they've been calling me Mary yeah. so much lately that I, now I'm going to stab actually, someone. Yeah, it's just it's just I feel like I've been not being valued, I'm being humiliated or, or even bullied. To and a that's point, what you know? that's the behaviour that like after the Me Too thing, sort of women have been sort of trying to say it's up to blokes to call out their mates who will like shout get your tits out to a load of girls yeah, and not absolutely. like and not realise that. They just think they're having a laugh because they're in the boy energy messing around with their mates. But actually what's happening is that if there's like eight girls hanging out together and then some bloke goes over and is a bit of a twat, they're doing it just to make their mates laugh. The bit that a bloke might not realise is that some people in that group may have really horrible experiences with aggressive blokes yeah, and they may yeah, have absolutely dark shit in their history so as soon as someone's just coming over and it's like I'm only joking I'm only fucking having a laugh saying you're fit and then say look we're sorry we're just trying to have a girls night and then they go well fuck off then don't want to shag you anyway you ugly slags like you get blokes who basically <laughs> yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. like that right now they think they're just having a laugh with their mates they must be lesbians you fucking lesbians you know what lesbians want they want fucking shagging so that they're better <laughs> all them them twats yeah. They think that that's harmless, and it's only like, oh, you can't even fucking say anything anymore. But I wouldn't have known that at that age either. No, no, no. Just sort of out, being pissed, being silly, irresponsible, and being rude. And like, fair enough, fucking hell, it just comes down to manners and all that. But it's actually, it all comes from the same place, and I do think that... uh there's, there is no fucking excuse. It's all right to be a dickhead and, and muck yeah, about with yeah. your mates, but just like you when used to... When it spills out into other people and you're pulling other people into it that you don't know, that's when it's fucking hideously wrong. 
Well, well, the bit. Remember, there been like a moment in like comedy culture where it's exactly right. Is a uh, Kevin and Perry were like messing around, acting hard, yeah. and then and then Kevin's mum's like, "Hello, Perry, are you, are you all right?" It's like, "You see, Mrs. Mrs. Peterson." Yeah. Yeah. That is that is basically knowing when to show respect. Isn't yeah, it? of course it is. So that's all that people need to do. So anyway, that's yeah, my yeah. little rant on. Uh, no, no, you, you're right. You're, you're idiocy, right say, and but yeah, toxic. yeah, nickname and and just just generally the way blokes are with each other. You know, it's. Um, I don't know if that is that ever going to change. I don't know. Is that like a, is that a generational thing? Would that be sort of watered down as 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 culture changes? I don't know. I hope it's so. It is a hot issue at the moment because it is. yeah, yeah. That that bloke. I don't even want to say his name. Like Andrew, fucking someone who's just been banned from TikTok and Instagram for being a really misogynistic. Fucking... Well, Dapper laughs is another fucking example, isn't it? Yeah, that that got. Do you know what I mean? That ri- that is. That got clamped down on, and it, it part of it looked like the smug middle class kind of woke. Not that it was even a word then, but that sensibility clamped down on that. But this new guy, um, or whatever he's called, Andrew Summit. Oh, I don't know who he is. Uh, it's it's become big news because he had millions of followers. But he is literally, he's kind of condoning fucking violence and what to say to just treat people like shit and get who you want and oh. touch and shag who you want and and it's all that stuff that to be honest every all, all groups of mates have had that chat in them but it's like this guy is becoming a bit of a movement and he's becoming like you know once you've got enough followers and whatever you become an influencer yeah and so then people are like you know you've got like 10 year old kids then thinking that's how they should act yeah. and like as, a, as an older man now and as a dad and whatever it's just like no fucking way is that no, good. No, no, so no, like, I totally agree. I to- yeah, yeah. Well, um, all you can do is promote the alternative, which is is telling people that that's not that's not fucking okay. Basically, anyway. Sorry to get on my high horse. No, no, no. You're good. But it is fucking funny. Like the nickname shit. Um, I remember there being. This isn't my story at all, but uh, I remember a mate telling me there was a bloke around his way who was known forever as Hovis because he shagged a loaf of bread. <laughs> And, uh, ah. and and a more a more strange one that um, he, he, we didn't know this lad, but when I was at college, there was a lad that used to um, walk through the canteen, right? And you know, like in Rocky, when he's on a date with Adrian, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when he's still like a bum, he was wearing like a little trilby, right? Yeah, leather jacket, yeah, weightlifting glove, oh. right, and bouncing a squash ball, twat, right? So this yeah. bloke literally dressed like that, bouncing a ball and everything. And uh, our name for him is "You're going to end up all alone if you act like Stallone." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! The, my mate was saying that they. Um, he said he's known a bloke for years, and his uh, and his name's Keth. Um, because he's he's missing an eye. Basically, he's only got one eye. So what, instead of Keith. Yeah, Keth. Everyone calls him Keth, Keth. but he's missing an eye. <laughs> Fucking Nora. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's incredibly creative. Uh, what was what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Let's talk about the car park, and then the the shit angry, uh, angry owners. Yeah, right? yeah, that's And then great. we'll leave we'll leave the, the we'll the, leave the social media stuff. That, for that could be a, a whole podcast, couldn't it? Really? Yeah, it probably could actually. Um, yeah. So uh, we off Nick and I often meet at this uh, sort of halfway point. Really, I suppose it is yep. called. And it's yeah. a, it is a lovely. Well, I say the cafe is lovely. It's all right. Stunning views of uh, some lovely hills. Right in the middle of is it? 
and round that yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely, it's amazing. Um, but the uh, so I turned up today. Nico's waiting outside, and he said, <laughs> "Check out these signs." So they've got a car park in there that I suppose probably could hold like 40, 50 cars, maybe at a push. Yeah, and everywhere there must be at least a dozen signs that saying private, uh, um, no parking. Um, private then, land observe private the land. rules and then loads of CCTV cameras brand new brand like new must have cost thousands to put state up. of the art yeah. and bearing in mind basically I'm sure it gets busy at night or whatever but it's like we're in the middle of nowhere right there's about 50 empty parking spaces yeah and all, all there is all, all there is around is sheep and hills yeah and like the odd car goes past and it is like it's like as soon as you get in there you can feel anger yeah right. the anger of the owner saying you can imagine they're going Problem is, people turn up here, they park, they go for a walk and then piss off. They don't even bother buying a coffee. So he's but, got angry about but, it. But so I've I've arrived before you and I've I've seen the signs. So I've I've arri- arrived and thought, right, am I allowed to park in there? And then I've seen them like all these like signs, really angry signs. It's like being attacked by wasps. Yeah. Right? And I thought, right, well, right, I'll park just here on the street. And then I walked in because I, th- I smelled bacon. So I sort of walked in, like, hello, um, just checking, like, you open, like, do you do food? And the bloke was just like, "No, we don't do breakfast." I was like, "All right, well, um, is it is it all right? I'm just going to have a walk and then and then get a coffee." Uh, but before he spoke, he went, "Where you park? Whereabouts is your car? Where have you parked? Because we've got AMCP, blah blah blah. And if you park illegally, then you get a fine." And like, and I was like, oh, "I'm just like not even." It's basically, yeah, oh, do you know what? Like, Can I book a room as well? It's yeah, lovely. Yeah. Excuse me, mate. I just wanted to. Are you a customer? Because where have you parked? Because, right. So, what what made me laugh is that he doesn't realise it's probably a problem for him. It probably genuinely is like fucking hell. Our customers can't park because people keep just coming in and parking their car and going off for a three hour walk. Yeah. But what he doesn't, what he's forgotten. Is that everyone who walks through that door is is an innocent person just yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, look absolutely. at this! I'll just leave my car and we're in we're in the middle of the countryside. But it's become such a, a an issue of anger for that person that he's probably put he's had he's had like three signs up before, yeah. but it's but it's been ignored. So then what happens is you get angrier and angrier, and then you get carried away with it, and then he's got more and more signs, and then he's spent money, and he's got like a private security he's firm. He's probably in. blown. He's he's probably blown that annual budget on uh sort of like re, he probably it yeah was they're not choice. going on holiday this year. It was, yeah, it was probably the choice between redecorating the bedrooms, doing yeah. it, make yeah. over the bedrooms, or yeah. fitting all of that in. Yeah, they've got married, but they've not had a honeymoon, <laughs> right? Because he's gone. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to go big on this because they don't listen. People Shell. don't listen. They don't listen. A full signs out there, and I've come out there, and there's still seven cars. I've watched them. I've been. I'm in the, the spare bedroom out the back, and I've opened a curtain by one inch, and I've sat there for two hours. They are there for two hours. They come back. Not one of them fuckers comes yeah. in and gets a drink. And I've watched him with binoculars, and he's gone gone up there, and he's fucking opened the gate, and he's fucking left his car, and I've gone out. And I've put a, a post-it note on the car, and he's not even looked at the post-it note, and he's driven off. <laughs> Selfish parking, I put on there. Selfish parking, I've, he's driven off, and the post-it note has just fluttered away, and he's not even read it. So the next time I've seen the same geezer, he's got a border collie and a little <laughs> terrier, and uh, he's come again Wednesday, eight o'clock, eight a.m. every week. He comes. So this time. I've put 17 post-it notes with one letter each on them saying selfish parking 
and he's he's this time I know he's doing it on purpose. He's driv off again. He and, know he know he must be able to see it. <laughs> so like this car park, like, it's like the, the same sign. <coughs> right, you're, every time you cough, you're ruining it for everyone. I'm terribly sorry for having a cough. This is this is what I mean about you. Yeah. Just wow. Horrible. <coughs> I'm God. so so sorry. This could everyone. be the start of lung cancer, but you I don't fucking, care. I hope so. Oh, so do I. Please. And also, that would be brilliant for listeners. It would. If we, if we. So we could six. So basically, I've I'm jumped straight to stage three, and we could talk about my final so week. This is when I start getting excited. Yeah. I start thinking, I can. I've got pound signs in my eyes now yeah. from you having like a little cough. Like this will be brilliant. This is what we need. An and, emotional and the fact journey. That I would choose to spend the last two weeks of my life talking to yeah. you on a podcast. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm like, not so good. Yeah. And then it, and the in, back of it. And six no, months in, going well, and you're going well. I'm like, you don't, you don't seem to be coughing much. You go, no, it's gone further from that now. It's, it's gone, gone to the lymph nodes. I'm stage four, it's gone, it's gone and I'll be going, yeah, but the coughing really works. So could you just could you just just cough anyway? Could you just throw some in? Like, can we just get a, a load of coughs now, and I'll just scatter them around? Yeah, and then oh, well, ADR. the thing is, I can't really cough because it hurts. It's yeah, so well, painful. yeah, all right. Well, don't be difficult. I mean, I've uh, this is my livelihood now. <laughs> I'm making 15 grand a month on this. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to say, before I go, it might be a nice gesture if I could get some money. For... No, you're a guest. Guests don't get paid. Well, just put some towards the hospice or anything. Well, no, it doesn't really work like that. Right? I because I haven't got cancer. I don't care about the because, hospice. Because we've ne- it's a bit of a shame, but because we've never signed a contract, theoretically, you're not really entitled to anything. Oh, yeah, but I'm too weak to sign a contract. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ah. Uh. Sorry, I do apologise for Miles coughing. What were we saying then? Uh, so we're saying about yeah the at the the act so the the parking anger and him putting all the signs because up the and, signs are really aggressive yeah, and the post-it notes all over the guy's car. It's all like terms and conditions and no and like just like warning and whatever. And basically, when you pull in now, this You're lovely lovely with, thing. Yeah. It's so aggressive. There's so many of these signs that, with CC. I mean, so we expected like one of those uh, sort of gantries you get. A, like an Auschwitz or something with people with machine guns up there with yeah, barbed wire. It, it, look, it, it, you know. it look like you're 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 um, approaching a restricted area where you yeah. could get like shot for being there, like fucking yeah. on Stranger Things or something, right? <laughs> so it's like, what are you doing? This is such a pretty place. Like you've now made visiting your beautiful venue where really people threatening. Yeah it, fe- yeah, it basically feels like you're entering like the anger zone. Yeah, but it made me laugh. But we we were just so following on from that, we were saying that that that. It's always funny that people that run businesses or do jobs yeah. where they are effectively working with customers and tr- and trying, you know, for want of a better word, give people a nice time or a pleasant experience and they're just not capable of that. Yeah, yeah the anger's just oh, taken it's over. it's just the best. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you two examples. One, actually, this comes from Mark O'Sullivan, where a guy, where we used to live years ago, opened a butcher shop and uh, it was there for six months on the on the parade, didn't do very well. So he shut the butcher shop down. It just said, closed down, uh, finished. And a week later, everyone in the local area got, uh, you know those banding machines in the 80s we used to make the prints? Oh, yeah. Got a letter through saying, this is Roy from such and such butchers. Yeah, well, thanks for your no support whatsoever. And now I've gone out of business. I hope you're happy with yourselves. (laughs) He He went to that. He went to that amount of effort of printing 500 leaflets off and dropping them by hand. He was that fuming that no one had supported his business. 
Oh, I love it when people carry that amount of after anger. After it's failed as well. It's yeah. Like, there's no point now. No. Well, that, that, I've got another butcher's. In, in Hitchin, there used to be a, a butcher's. Really weird place as well. It was sort of on a... wasn't in the high street. It was like... You know those sort of roads where you've got Victorian houses either side? On one yeah. of the houses was a butcher's. It was really bizarre um, on the corner. So I, I remember going in there and thinking, oh, I might go in there and buy some meat, see what it's like. And I poked my head to the door and I said to him, excuse me, what time do you shut? He goes, why do you want to know? I went, oh, forget it. And just shut. I thought, why say that to someone? Why do you want to have a fucking guess what I want to know? Really aggressive. Just have a fucking guess. What do you think? Why do you want to know? He's actually what he actually said to me. What's your fucking game? Um, I went to years ago. A mate of mine got married, and he said, "Oh, look, there's a there's a really nice, well, not nice, but dead simple, cheap B and B." So, like, oh, yeah, don't I don't want to spend. Just gonna be pissed. Just need to get my head down somewhere. So he gave me the 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 number of the B and B at the end of his road. In a, in a place it's not really a holiday destination but there's B&Bs everywhere isn't there just in yeah, normal yeah. areas so <clears throat> I went there and the, the the place was defined by two features right which was fucking hilarious right one was their son was a professional goalkeeper and they were really proud of him and he, he, he was obviously playing football in like the English league but it wasn't like a very very high level but you'd be proud of him if he was your son. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, this is a commercial business, not just your living room. Yeah. So they they had the whole place was decorated with a mixture of them pottery teddy bears <laughs> and framed goalkeeper shirts that he's worn in 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 games with a photograph of that game, right? Oh god. In a frame. Like a shrine. Like a shrine. Yeah. To their goalkeeping son who like so it'd be like those a little shelf. Forever teddy bears yeah, like hands a, of the heart on the front. Thirty, yeah. thirty friends forever teddy bears with all manner of like wheelbarrows and holding signs saying Balloons. "Keep off the grass" and stuff <laughs> like that. Right, I love you. Yeah. Right, and it'd be like a load of them, and then it'd be a goalkeeper shirt, you know, a really garish goalkeeper shirt in a frame with a picture of him just about to take a goal kick with his cap on, and underneath it'd be like. Oldham versus Huddersfield, nineteen ninety one, and but there was about Jesus. they had they, they were all at the stairs, they were in the dining room, like it's like basically dirt, basically dirty laundry in frames. Yeah, and uh, but then the other thing about the place was that when is when you go to a B and B and you know obviously a lot of those businesses are made out of making as small a room as you can out of. Um, dry, what would you call it? Partition walls. Oh yeah, like so. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could hear it. You could hear fucking people like breathe through the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> but fair enough. It's only a cheap little business. Yeah, yeah. My room, it's, it's fine. There's a double bed, and then it's like a bathroom that's just been made out of gypsum. Gypsum, yeah. right? Yeah. But in the bathroom, because because it's not because it's not like I mean, they've had to make loads of like extra like sink, shower, toilet. And then the recurring problem with anywhere where they've got like people visiting and toilets is is please don't put anything other than toilet roll in the toilet because mm-hmm. it blocks it up, right? It happens in loads of places and it's a bit of a problem. Yeah. So you put a little sign up saying, oh, sorry, but um, please remember to try and put... And someone will have like a cutesy sign. Like they do it on the Virgin Trains, yeah, don't yeah. they? Please do not flush your dreams 
and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, down the you toilet, know, yeah. Be, be sweet and wipe the seat, all them yeah. sort of little things. Like That's how you deal with that ongoing problem that you as a and b yeah. owner has to face. And it's probably really annoying, but there isn't really any way beyond that where yeah, you are yeah. now starting to be a bit of a an angry bus conductor. But this fucking bathroom, right, I was... I, I was fucking pissing myself, right? Basically, what had happened is the anger of the owner had escalated over the time. And instead of just sort of like going, right, well, that sign, they're ignoring it. I'll just put a bigger sign up. He just put more and more signs up. And the bathroom was no bigger than a fucking phone box anyway. But there was basically four or five increasingly new, increasingly angry signs and that, that had started with a be sweet and wipe the seat. And then he'd gone a bit more like, cannot stress enough how um it it really inconveniences us if you if you fail to follow you know if you do not comply and whatever and then the next one was like um if if this if this toilet becomes blocked because you have failed to follow to follow our instruction to not flush sanitary towels and and hand towels down yeah. the thing we will be able to dismantle the thing and we will know that it is you because we have checked before you were there like it was like and then the next one was even more aggressive like like um it has now got to the stage zero tolerance yeah yeah, yeah. it has now got to the stage that i have no option to admit this to... for a beast <laughs> <laughs> and, and like it was it was almost like it looked like a crime scene with police tape and all that Fuck it's it just hell. like fucking hell it was angry he was so angry, but um, and I bet the breakfast in the morning was appalling. It always is, isn't it? But it's like in you can chip. feel it. You sort of go down and go hello, and you walk in, and it's like before you sit down, just tell me now. It's better that you tell but me now. You're up front and honest with me. And I can't stand liars. Yeah, yeah. Right, just tell me now. Do I have to go into your room with my screwdriver and undo the tank? Just tell me now because I have got your email address and I will come down on you. And I will, and, I will hunt you down. Yeah, yeah, PCN security will be on to you. And if you saying that it wasn't you, it ain't going to wash, mate, because I had that thing open four o'clock before you arrived yesterday. And it was clear. Clear yeah. as a fucking bell. So just tell me now before I do your mini sausages. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. It's like, do you know what? Maybe maybe this isn't the industry the, the, for you. Remember, this is the job for you. You're in the wrong industry. Well, I was just going to say, so because this, this has been a long podcast, but I've enjoyed it. I was going to say, um, we uh, where I used to work ages ago, uh, there was like a shared workspace called Biz Space. And opposite, so we were about a quarter of an hour walk from the town, which is fine. But opposite, there was a, and it still is in fact, a kitchen showroom. And attached to the kitchen showroom was a cafe. Yeah. Called the, the, uh, the Kitchen Cafe. And it was run by Brian and his wife. Yeah. And she also doubled it up selling knickknacks like furniture. You know, like you know, like I went, I was, I went in it with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But were you in there when she used to sell furniture? You pointed um, it out to me every time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think you did, but there we go. Because I think that was a long time ago. Right. You. Right. Um, okay. You know, you know the sort of a, uh, you know, sort of like she'll frame pictures of the pear soap girl. You know yeah. that sort of thing. It's just nonsense. Um, Prosecco uh, Road. You know, you hang on yeah. your road. It's gin o'clock. That sort of nonsense. Yeah. But anyway, he run he ran run the cafe with his wife. She then left him, and he was he was left on his own with his brother-in-law running this cafe. And he was 
the most miserable, miserable, miserable man, and he hated his job <laughs> so much. Just like pure the, resentment. That, oh, uh, utter resentment that he had to do this job. And uh, there, there are so many stories about him, and I'll, you know, but uh, for for example, so he, when she left, he said to us, "I'm going to turn this cafe around because she's been holding me back." for years yeah. with her, the shit she sells all the chattel she sells in the shop it's going to be a 100% cafe now so he, he ran it with his brother-in-law and his mum and his mum was really should have been in a care room to be honest she was absolutely crackers and uh, he used to bring I'll just keep her down and keep her, keep her busy really more than anything so he, he ran it with his mum and uh, he uh, he put a sign outside saying uh, next week uh, full English breakfast every morning from 9 o'clock Right from yeah. nine o'clock, <laughs> yeah. So no, you couldn't even go in any time before nine until half nine. Yeah. Well, um, you 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 think I? But literally, I remember ringing up saying, "What?" He said, "Well, we, we they stopped breakfast at ten, so it was just an hour gap." <laughs> um, but anyway, so he uh, we went in for breakfast, and he did he did the big breakfast, and I think it was called something like the Belly Buster breakfast or something equally awful. So Mark and I said, uh, uh, "Should we go have and try one of Brian's breakfasts?" Yeah. So we went over there, and he came to. Yes, lads, what can I get? I said, can I, um, we're going to have one of your big breakfasts. He goes, right. He goes, I've never made one before, but I'm going to give it a good go. So basically, <laughs> he'd gone round the back, made this, he was out there, he was out there for about 20 minutes, and he came back out. And as we, as he came out, three of the other chats we worked with, we texted him saying, come over for breakfast. So they came over, and he walked up and said, are they coming for breakfast? I said, he said, yes, all I fucking need, isn't it? <laughs> so they they ordered the breakfast as well. The breakfast came out after forty five minutes. Every single order was wrong, and I got on my plate six rashers of bacon and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing else. And I said to him, "Why have you given me that?" He said, "Because that's what you ordered." And I said, "I wouldn't just order. It's, I suppose you want me to do a fried egg or something with it, do you?" I said, "Well, it wouldn't mind." So he snatched the plate back off me. We've gone for another <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> And then came out with a fried egg and a slice of toast on the side. Unbelievable. Well, the others are all finished. It's like, Brian, what do you think a full English breakfast even is? Yeah. Do you, if I'd have said, can I have six rashers of bacon, don't you think you might have questioned that? So, uh, yeah. So he's That's did, all I need. Yeah, that's all, that's all I need. So the other, the other <laughs> one is... The cafe owner. The cafe owner. That's all I bloody Unbelievable. Uh, he also develops an app. He spent, <laughs> he spent four grand on an app. This Apparently this guy in Luton had helped him develop this app. Well, basically, what he'd done, he'd given four grand to some idiot in Luton to develop, where you could order sandwiches online, which is pretty much pointless. Mm. But so he said, "Do you wanna, do you wanna give the app a go, a trial?" So I said, "Yeah, all right." So two things we found wrong with it. First of all, if you tried to order a baguette, you got caught in this baguette loop, which you couldn't get out <laughs> a of baguette loop. the baguette loop. Which, you, <laughs> but the best thing of all was. Right, so I did it in the morning, and I said, "Sandwich." So let's pretend it's today's date, which is what the. I don't know, whatever it is, the 15th, order sandwich for one o'clock and it kept saying 16th. And I <laughs> rang him up and he said, yeah, you can only order sandwiches for the day by after. You couldn't order them on the same day. You, for tomorrow? For tomorrow. So basically, if you at 10 o'clock, the only sandwich will be for <laughs> oh, I'm the starving. Following. I'm starving. Do you know what? I'd Do you know what I could eat tomorrow? An egg and crest sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't oh, see anything. He said, because the problem is we'll be overwhelmed. If people do it on the same day, so overwhelmed, oh overwhelmed. So uh, another time, um, my mate Dan, who we worked with, 
right, he used to do jacket potatoes and he used to cook them in the ovens that the kitchen showroom had. And Dan rang up and said, spoke to the mum. He said, have you got any jacket potatoes left? She said, yes, I've got one left. He goes, great, can I order it with chilli? Yeah, no problem at all. Be ready in 10 minutes. Dan walked over. Brian came out, gave him the, the sandwich, uh, the, the uh, jacket potato in the box. I went, there you are. Hope you enjoy my lunch. And walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just incredible. Uh, oh, there, there are so many tales of him. Just just relent oh that was it he had one he had uh he had an omelette machine and a panini machine and he goes he said an omelette machine an omelette i didn't even know omelette machines worked and he said uh, so he said this bloke came in and said uh can i have an omelette please and a panini and he went and sat down he goes it's a nightmare scenario. I said what he goes well we've only got one plug socket i've got to do one at a time i said why don't you get a four-way easy for you to say and walked off. <laughs> he had one plug Fucking socket. It's either the omelette machine or the panini. I love it. And Did his it? mum used to, used to order a drink, a San Pellegrino, and she used to pour it into the glass. Instead of just pouring a bit in or brick, she used to pour the whole thing into a glass. You know, like an ellipsis yeah, yeah. on top. Yeah, yeah. And then spill most of it as she walked over. Oh, no, it was just mental. But he hated the job so much. Jill, so another story. Jill ordered a load of... You're getting bored now, aren't you? Yeah. Jill ordered a load of sandwiches. She was running a course opposite of Bizspace. She ordered enough sandwiches for 10 people. Brian, see it? No problem at all. I can get that organised for you. What do you want? Mixed sandwiches? Yeah, mixed sandwiches. Supposed to be delivered at 12. 12 came and went, rung up. No answer. Rung up quarter past 12. Brian, yes. Uh, where are the sandwiches? Oh, we can't do them. What do you mean you can't do them? We've got no electricity over here. And Jill said, what, what, you plug the bread in, do you? It's like, you know, <laughs> couldn't make sandwiches because they had no electricity. Couldn't even go and sit in the way. It's just absolutely useless. Did did it end up shutting down? Is it still Oh, open? yeah, no, it's gone. It's completely gone. Abs- and, he, and he said, "We just the problem is we just make no money. I mean, you know... We're obviously not. The, the, the saying is... Do what you love and you'll never work again. Yeah. And that's the opposite of it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the ca- the coffees as well. When he said, uh, Brian, can I have a cappuccino? Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. I said, do you, uh, so did you get much call for the flat whites and everything? He goes, ah, not much. I said, oh, right. Okay. He goes, um, and I can't, and I said something like, what is the difference? He goes, I've no idea. I'll make him exactly the same. But here's the thing, the price difference. A cappuccino was 20, 20 pence. But he makes it the same. But he makes it exactly the same. I don't know. I have no idea. I'll make him exactly the same. Incredible. Now, I'm going to open the cherry peppers with ricotta, and I'm quite disappointed in myself because, in order to continue being horrible to you about the care package, yeah, I promised you that I will never ever open these, and you bought me them. They've offended me. I will never eat them because it. it I, I took it as a personal insult. Uh-huh. What the shit that you brought around that day yeah. when I it was in my hour of need. And you brought me fucking hen party <laughs> gifts. But then I, because I've not been drinking much, uh, and I went out on Saturday night, and I came back a bit pissed. First thing I wanted when I got through the door, was like, give me them fucking... Like gender reveal yeah, party, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I fucking got the, uh, got the lid off, and I had a few, and to be fair, they're bloody lovely. So I think we should have a ceremonial piquillo pepper each. Oh, if you're happy to, your hands. If, if you're happy to put your fingers in there. I'm going to use a fork. Miles is going to get a fork. I'm not fucking savage, mate. 
aren't you? And where your hands have been. Have you washed your hands since you've been in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I've just lent That's not my wiping hand anyway. Is it not? No. Mm, mm, mm. They are nice. very nice. I just didn't feel like eating them when I was when, you were Ill, when I was suicidal. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now you ah! go on then. So tempting to fling that. Eat one of your stupid presents. There, in it goes. Oh. In it goes. Yeah, I feel better already. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I will oh, officially well, say, it? fair play here. Thank you for buying me these and all the it's other fine. It's stupid okay. stuff. Do you want to give me a quick bath before we leave? I'd love to give you a quick bath. A tin bath out by your dead herbs. Yeah. yeah. Scrub your back with a thistle. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you for joining us once again, Mr Chapman. It's a pleasure. Always a giggle. We'll have you back soon. No doubt. Let's face it. Uh, you will, because you know almost to be on this podcast. We'll let that be the end. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Great. Well, what a waste of everybody's time. Thanks, Miles. Um, I learned a new song this week that I love that I think I saw on The Irishman, the movie, the CGI movie where uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and, um, and Al Pacino are, um, play themselves both young, sorry, old, and not quite as old. Anyway, it's just the sort of song I would be happily strumming away in the background in a cheesy wine bar. So here's this week's uh, little Stupid Hearts Club strum. It's only a little cheap one off my phone with a bit of garage band on it. It's not a brilliant recording, but it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Anyway, this is Twilight Time by The Platters. Heavenly shades of light are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling It's twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I hear you, my dear, twilight time Deeper than shadows
Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I- I'm, I'm one. <laughs>